What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to a podcast about New York sports. Sam Solo today. We have some massive Yankee news. The Yankees getting Juan Soto in a massive seven-player deal. And I just thought I'd get on today and give some of my instant reaction. I am, I wouldn't say that I'm stunned. I think that this has been in the works for a long time now. And I think a lot of Yankee fans would probably tell you that this was the move to make. And all signs pointed to not only the Yankees making this move, but making it before Otani signed. I thought, I brought that up in the show last time that I thought that teams that might have missed out on Otani might have, you know, swooped back into the Soto sweepstakes. And I think the Yankees by, look, they gave up Michael King. They I'll go over some of the, the other guys that they gave up. It It's a big package for what ultimately might end up being a one-year rental. But look, this was the deal. This was the deal that you had to make after an absolutely, you know, quite frankly, embarrassing season last year for the Yankees and their standards. Uh, this is the move that not only would will and has seemed to appease the fans, but uh, I think, you know, getting looking at the on field, I mean, this lineup now uh, with with Soto hitting either before or right after Aaron Judge, probably probably before. And then also the Alex Verdugo move that kind of came as a, a bit of a shocker, but I think is, is going to be an undersung one. Um, really just great job there by the Yankees front office. All reports, I'll just get this out of the way before I get into the, the you know, the weeds of the Soto deal and the Verdugo deal, but all signs point that the Yankees are one of the top competitors for Yamamoto still uh, in terms of the market. Uh, they met with him, I believe, on Monday, um, and, you know, they, they've even told people there was a report that came out that said that they were, quote-unquote, way ahead of the pack uh, in terms of getting Yamamoto and bring him into getting him in pinstripes. Uh, only time will tell, but again, not that will be just a, a cherry on top at this point, really, because I mean, th- I, I couldn't be more ecstatic about this deal. Uh, getting Juan Soto instantly brings the Yankees from look. Uh, the Yankees w- with Aaron Judge, with Garrett Cole, and with all the other pieces they have, were were a good roster. I think this makes them a great roster, and, and you can say what you want about some of the other guys, and, and you know, you could have your your issues with. Uh, you know, Anthony Volpe, hopefully that he becomes better. And DJ LeMahieu, what, what is he? Can Rizzo come back to form? I think, you know, being that all, all things are inter, interrelated in baseball, I think getting a guy like Soto, obviously, and getting a guy like Verdugo just makes everyone else's job that much easier. Um, I mean, really no intro needed here for Soto. Uh, he's one of the better hitters that we'll see in this generation. Uh, he's... 2019 World Series, four-time Silver Slugger, won the COVID batting title. Uh, he's a lefty. There's really nothing. He's he's a showman. You know, you watch this guy, and I think the Yankee fans are going to be, you know, Aaron Judge is is kind of like that big humble star, right? And he's not really a bat flipper, but or anything like that. But I think Soto Yankee fans are going to instantly gravitate towards just from his the way he plays the game and how not only just the way he plays how good he is and, and just the he he almost makes he's one of those guys that makes the game just look fun and easy uh and I as a guy that you know when when Ed Robinson Cano was here I sung his praises and still sing his praises as one of my favorite players of all time to watch uh I I get very similar vibes and probably 
a better player all around than Robinson Cano at this point, at any point in their careers, is Soto. Um, and then, you know, an undersung part of the deal, getting Trent Grisham. I'll, I'll get back to Soto. Definitely have some, some thoughts on, you know, the future of Juan Soto. But uh, Trent Grisham can play every outfield position. He's an interesting piece. Another guy who's like Juan Soto is on the last year of his deal. Uh, he's a lefty. And, you know, not not necessarily a good hitter per se, but he, he's a gamer. He's a guy that in a National League lineup, you you bat him eighth or ninth and hope he hits uh, hits 200, hope he hits 220. Again, in Yankee Stadium, maybe he'll, he'll pop a few out uh, here and there. He's not really a power hitter, but you, you need a guy that can, get, can fill in at, a, at any one of the outfield positions on in a pinch. He's there. Late game defense, he's there. I think he's a great, he's a great piece for the Yankees and just makes them even more formidable of a roster that, quite frankly, relied on a lot of young guys last year, relied on a lot of guys that might have been out of position per se. Uh, and, and I think Grisham definitely will will slot in to be a, a very interesting. And with the Yankees' injuries, having too many outfielders is it can't be that can't be an issue in my opinion, right? You, every year, you know, you can book Stanton for two IL stints. You can probably book Judge for an IL stint, and you know, mix in one other guy. They'll get Dominguez back in the middle of the year. I'll talk about that in a, in a minute. But again, back to Soto, the the biggest problem I'd say, or the biggest hurdle that the uh, Yankees and really the whole market had with Soto was the fact that Scott Boris, his uh, his agent came out and pretty much said he will not sign this year and he's going to test free agency and he's going to test the open market and look you can't blame the guy he's tw- at the end of the day he's 25 years old and probably will get close to if not more than 500 million dollars in the open market on a massive deal and, and I can speak for the Yankees in or I guess my opinion on the Yankees and you know they have Cole, they have Judge as their kind of big ticket items, Rodone, obviously, among some other guys. But I really think that not only is winning the ultimate, uh, you know, glue, but I think it it really is going to be what, what Soto wants. You look at Soto and he goes to D.C. and he, he's in a terrible market there, obviously, but he wins. And then they deal him. They move on. They couldn't afford his contract. They they deal him. Sure. He goes to San Diego. A, a bigger market, but still, I guess, uh, in terms of, you know, the West Coast, a little brother market with the Dodgers kind of owning that, uh, the West Coast over there and whatnot. And they don't, he doesn't win with the Padres and they deal him. So, I mean, what's the common denominator here? He, he, he won and didn't stay, didn't win and didn't stay, but now he's in a big market. And now I think that just by the way he plays the game and the way that I think he's going to garner all of the attention and I think he's going to love it. And I think he's going to relish in it. And I mean, realistically, I can see the Yankees signing him and it, it might hurt otherwise. Like, you know, it might mean that they don't, they don't sign, uh, they might have a quiet off season next year otherwise. But I think if you can, you, you put pen to paper and you, you sign Juan Soto to, to kind of be that the third guy, in this this uh you know Yankee dynasty we'll say or the, well maybe not dynasty obviously they haven't won anything so it can't be a dynasty yet but in this Yankee era I'll say if you you throw uh you know a massive Soto deal with Judge and and Cole I'll I'll take my chances with that top of the roster any day of the week any season um so just just really just I think it again not only was it a great move but it's the move that the Yankees needed to make. Um, 
as as for the return, look, I think th- there's never been a trade where uh, a trade of this magnitude where one side feels like they got off without having to give anything up. And obviously Michael King was was huge and I I've been on the podcast even our last episode where the the talks began to brew where I said that, you know, I would I would really hate to give up Mike King, but if we have to give up Mike King to get a, a guy Juan Soto's caliber, then so be it. Again, the Yankees are all seem to be all in on Yamamoto as well, among among other pitching um, free agents, not just Yamamoto. I, I've seen their name pop up here and there, so I, I think the Yankees definitely do add another starter, even if they didn't make this deal. But look for the Padres. Uh, Michael King's an amazing uh, an amazing piece. Two more years of control. He he's proven to be a weapon out of the bullpen, and he has a desire to start. Where in in starting last year, he was a stud, and and all signs pointed to him being in the Yankees rotation. He will definitely be in the Padres rotation this year. Uh, and again, if 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 the Padres acquire some starting pitching or maybe some of the other guys in this deal that I'll get to uh, kind of pan out, maybe they move Mike King back to the bullpen where he's just as dominant and as valuable as a weapon there as he is as a starting pitcher. Um, uh, look, he's he was great for the Yankees, and, and I, I think that the Yankees would have loved to have him on the roster. I, I said that I'd rather them trade Clark Schmidt, but obviously negotiating is negotiating, and that's uh, it was going to sting somewhere, and that's, that's going to be probably the, the top piece where it stings. Uh, on top of Mike King, the Padres also acquired Drew Thorpe, uh, he was he was a prospect that kind of shot up the Yankees' ranks last year all the way up to Double A. Some uh, projections showed him playing in the MLB as early as this year. Might have been a little bit tougher to be to do that with the Yankees than it will be the Padres. I, I can see them, uh, the Padres, maybe using him towards the end of the season. If not, you know, kind of just saying screw it, let's just get him in here and see what we got immediately. Uh, but another pitcher there, two more wings uh, for the Padres: Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito. Both 25 years old for Vasquez, started five games with the Yankees, 2.87 ERA. He's got really good stuff that, you know, doesn't doesn't give up a lot of home runs, which the Yankees really liked, but uh, it has had some trouble with his command. But again, low-risk guys that if they're terrible, they can develop them in the minors. Uh, if, they're, if they're really terrible, they can kind of just wash their hands free of them and say that we swung and missed. Uh, and then Johnny Brito, again, also 25 years old, started 13 games with the Yankees, 4.2 ERA this year. But I think that, again, the, these are three guys that would have contributed to the Yankees pitching this year. And uh, there's, I guess, of all the questions, um, you, you're gonna, you're probably going to hear Yankee fans say, all right, well, who's pitching for the Yankees this year? And I think it's still to be determined. But uh, on top of that, um, the Yankees also get rid of their Yankee lifer, their backup catcher, uh, Kyle Higashioka, who, look, again, it, it sucks to give up a guy who's been with the organization from day one, and it sucks that uh, he's been, he had been an, an amazing backup catcher for the last uh, X amount of years with the Yankees, and I'm sure that uh, the pitching staff will definitely miss, uh, you know, having a guy with his defensive prowess behind the plate, but Again, at the end of the day, he's a 33-year-old backup catcher. The Yankees have Austin Wells just waiting uh, and presumably will be the backup catcher and platoon with Jose Trevino this year unless the Yankees make some other uh, move for a catcher. Um, look, it, it's 
all things considered, I think the Yankees definitely, definitely made the, the exact right move here. And I think that there's not a Yankee fan I've seen that has a gen- has a genuine, valid complaint about this deal. Um, but uh, and on top of that, kind of, you know, uh, is going to go underrated. And people, I feel like, are going to sweep it under the rug with the Soto deal. But the Yankees make it a kind of uh, an interesting move with the Red Sox for Alex Verdugo, who is very much like in the same position and very similar play style to Glaber Torres. You know, he's going to hit you your 260 to 280 range. He'll pop out a few home runs. But unlike Glaber Torres, Alex Verdugo is a lefty corner outfielder that I have long been a fan of acquiring Yankee killers and acquiring guys that I just feel, you know, get the job done against the Yankees. And he's one of those guys. And I think that Verdugo, you roll out an outfield with Verdugo, Judge in center, which the Yankees have said they're, they'll be very open to, given that Soto or Verdugo do not play center. And then you put Soto uh, in left field, Verdugo in right, Judge in center. That's a great outfield with Trent Grisham being the, the fourth outfielder there. And then, again, guys like Verdugo, guys like Grisham, they're on one-year deals. So if you want to flip uh, Verdugo in the middle of the season because Dominguez will come back and maybe he slots in a little bit better in the Yankees' mind, Maybe you flip Grisham and let Dominguez kind of ease his way into that um, that fold. And then again, you have your a plug-and-play option with Stanton that I think the Yankees have, I don't want to say they've lied to us in the past and said that they want to get him out there, but I think in their truth of truths, probably believe that they would, they would like Stanton to be a strict DH most of the time. I mean, they'll, they'll, again, they'll say that they want to get uh, Stanton out there at least you know once, twice a week. I think maybe just in spot starts here and there, I think ideally that's where the Yankees would really lie in terms of Stanton's defense. But again, another thing that is is definitely on the table to, that should be talked about for the Yankees, but definitely should not hold up any sort of deal. Uh, and looks like it hasn't. So I'm, I'm, I can definitely commend the Yankees for that. Uh, and look, to kind of put a bow on this little short little Sam Solo here, I'm I'm excited, and if they get Yamamoto, I'll be over the top uh, for this team, and it would be I have the utmost optimism for guys like Nestor, guys like Rodon, and again you get Yamamoto here with Cole, and you've I think the Yankees every year they they figure out their bullpen. I I can trust them again to figure out their bullpen like they do every year. Um, I'm excited. I, it's hard not to be. I can't wait to see Juan Soto shuffle. Uh, the uh, I'm so all in on the uh, all the T-shirts and all the the uh, the Juan Soto merch that I've already seen, and and it's just a good time to be a Yankee fan. Really, just uh, the utmost uh, confidence in this season, and I, I feel good about it. Uh, and that's my my early my early statement, and that's how I'll close this. Uh, Matt and I will be back probably tomorrow, uh, giving some uh, of our NFL thoughts. I'll get some of Matt's thoughts on the Soto deal. Maybe some Yamamoto news, possibly. The Mets are definitely in on him as well. Uh, Steve Cohen uh, flew to go see him, uh, according to all reports. So take that for what you may. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Definitely wanted to get on and give some instant thoughts. Real quick, short, to the point. Uh, And as always, peace out.